the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Spain's taken direct control of governing Catalonia a day after Catalan lawmakers passed a declaration of independence. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis says the U.S. and South Korea are working together to deter the North Korean threat. We must recognize the reality that this is a regime, a Kim regime, north of the DMZ that threatens peace and stability and certainly directly against the people of the ROK. Mattis is in South Korea where earlier he visited the DMZ. President Trump does not like that the FBI and CIA demanded that thousands of files relating to the JFK assassination remain classified. The president is warning agencies he will release all the files if they don't take seriously his order to minimize redactions in the documents. Game four of the World Series tonight in Houston. Astros hold a 2-1 game lead. This is SRN News. Mark Levin sees more games from the left. The Democrats, these leftists, these progressives. How many times have you heard them talk about a living and breathing constitution? That's an old document, you know, a living and breathing. Well, you know, you know it's got to be modernized. And yet when it comes to the Iran deal, I'm a textualist. You can't touch that, the Iran deal, because the great Obama, he signed off on that. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after 2 p.m. here on your home for Intelligent Radio, AM 1280, The Patriot, and the second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next. But first, from the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, a quick look at the forecast. We'll get up to 35. We will stay cloudy today. We'll drop down to 28 tonight, and there's a chance of snow to start the day on Sunday. On Sunday, be sure to tune in at 2 p.m. for the closer. He's Brad Carlson, and he's part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network right here on The Patriot. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. Crisis averted. I have found the station's emergency caffeine stockpile. I am ready to go. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog shotinthedark.info. I'm also found on the web at True North. Found on the web at looktruenorth.com, uh, Minnesota's official center for center right public opinion, and uh, also doing this broadcast for gosh, going on fourteen years now. This March, we're over the halfway point, uh, heading towards March, which will be the Halfway point, I actually will be 14 years anniversary, which will be high time for our 10th anniversary. Uh, so we may just finally get that out of the way here. <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, Brad Carlson normally heard every Sunday at two o'clock. I'll be in for Brad tomorrow, uh, filling in for Brad, working, uh, doing the uh, the Sunday shift. We have about a 50-50 shot at a prominent and fascinating national guest. I can't go into any more details than that, so I've, I've teased you with it, and now I leave you with the realization that there's a, a 50-50 chance that there will be a complete letdown on the subject. But I don't care, because if you don't have hope, what's the point? We have a good shot at a great guest tomorrow, and that's what I'm going to focus on. But I can't tell you any more, but it's going to be cool if it works, which it might not. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else is going on here? Evening with Elder. That's done. We sold it out. Thanks to all of you for coming out. Thanks to all of you I met. It was great meeting a lot of you for the first time. I mean, every there's a lot of regulars who come out to these events, uh, and it's great seeing all of you. I mean, I, there's some of you that I've seen, I think, at every event in the last 14 years. I mean, to our first event 14 years ago this month with Michael Medved way back when. It doesn't seem that long ago, but it was. Uh, it was fascinating. It was a lot of fun to see, to, to see all of you out there. And, of course, it was great fun to meet Larry Elder. Um, and I, th- I think we've only done one event out at the, uh, the, the Marriott before like that. That was a long time ago. It was a lot of fun. So make sure you... <laughs> 
don't miss the next one for crying out loud. This one sold out in uh, record time in terms of tickets per day sold. It was just amazing. Uh, so just goes to show you, you snooze, you lose, you lose when it comes to coming to these events here. So we were talking, by the way, we'll be talking with Jason Kovacs of, uh, the Minnesota GOP. He's a GOP endorsed candidate for Minneapolis city council, uh, along with Bruce Lundin and some of the other guests we've been talking to this past couple of weeks here. Minneapolis City Committee making a concerted effort to put some people on the ballot and actually try to move the needle against the machine in uh, in Minneapolis. And when I talk about the machine in Minneapolis, it's not just the DFL, or at least it's not just the DFL, its staff, and its elected officials. Although they are uh, the focal point of the machine, they are the glue that holds the machine together. They are the whip that cracks over the oxen that pull the machine forward. Uh and yes, I did call Minneapolis DFL voters oxen. What are you going to do about it? But uh, there's more to the machine than that. This machine is large and uh, comprehensive and covers constituencies well outside just the DFL and its staff and its elected officials. Uh, and among the most powerful f- factions in the DFL phalanx is the array of nonprofits that have sprung up with government money. I mean, your tax dollars are paying for these organizations, but they're nonprofit. They're technically private or public-private partnerships, and they are, exist with taxpayer funding almost exclusively in, in the city of Minneapolis. Not all of them, but you look at nonprofits uh, and cons- political consultancies that deal with home- local political issues that sell their consulting services to city and county and state government. And this money is occasionally goes towards buying expertise in areas that government doesn't have or can't afford to keep on full time, just like a good IT contracting firm rents out to people, to companies. But more often than not, what they are is just a form of legalized graft, a way of transferring taxpayer money from the taxpayers and their immediate benefit and the public goods that they think that they are supporting with their taxes and transferring them to other members of the DFL's political class. When you, when you look at nonprofit groups like a lot of your community nonprofit groups, some of your bigger statewide nonprofits like Alliance for a Better Minnesota, uh, Toward a Better St. Paul, uh, a lot of these nonprofits basically exist to keep members of the DFL's political class informed to help them pay their rent and buy their food and keep them working on politics and political things and social fripperies full time. So they don't have to waste time earning a living in the private sector like the rest of us do. I mean, think about it. If you've got a a yen to work in politics and you can find a, a nonprofit that can pay you to work with, I don't know, legal aid or, or finding lawyers for, uh, for, for, for convicts or, matching convicts up with art rehabilitation programs or as an educational consultant working with ethnic issues with the Minneapolis public school on an, on an hourly basis. That's time you spend working close to politics, hobnobbing with the political class, doing the scut work you need to do to run an effective political machine uh, full time. 40-plus hours a week, and getting paid for it without necessarily being a member of a party or an elected official. It is, in short, an ingenious scam, or to use the technical term for it, graft. Graft, the transfer, and the implication that is illegal, although in this case it is not, the transfer of taxpayer money from the taxpayer or the government that it thinks it's supporting, to constituents in the government. It could be politicians. In this case, it is nonprofits who are basically in the DFL's political farm program, farm school, uh, farm team system. Thank you. That's what this is. Now, among the biggest uh, parts of the, of the progressive farm club out there, and I'm using that term in the baseball sense of the term, is the teachers' union. The teachers' union is a union in the classical sense of the term, but it is also a huge political action committee, not just in Minnesota, but nationwide. It's a huge political action committee. It's an immense lobbying organization. It's a huge money laundering operation for the big left. 
it is a huge cash cow for the big left because every dime in union dollars, uh, in, in union dues, I should say, is skimmed to give to the DFL systematically, no less systematically than than Tony Soprano uh, <laughs> skimmed Pauli Galtieri's uh, income uh, for his benefit. It's exactly the same thing. And the extent to which this political class exists, not only to support the political class, but also to forward the agenda of this political class, is impossible to understate. As bad as you think it is, it's actually worse. And every once in a while, people figure it out. And I want to give this, take this moment to give a big kudos to the citizens, taxpayers, parents, and yes, some of the members of the educational establishment in Osseo, Minnesota, who discovered what the parents of St. Paul and Edina and some other, you know, Minneapolis and some other Twin Cities area communities have found out the hard way, that, that focusing to exclusion on, quote, white privilege, end quote, as the reason for the achievement gap doesn't actually change or even affect in any way the achievement gap. Now, unlike other Twin Cities communities, Osseo has actually been able to do something about it. They've had a contract, like many school districts in the metro area, they've had a contract for some years now with Pacific Education Group. Uh, It's a consulting organization that has turned privilege shaming into an eight-figure business model. I mean, the company, well, here's a description of what the company's done. In 2012, Osseo Area School District hired Pacific Educational Group to help with the high suspension rate among its non-white students and the achievement gap issue the schools face, because it's not just Minneapolis and St. Paul. Last year, the school board uh, canceled its contract with the racial equity consultants after abiding by its suggestions for five years and watching its racial achievement gap shrink. No, 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 no. (laughs) Watching the achievement gap grow, watching it yawn open like a yawning whale. Yeah, it grew. What's by the way, the story I'm I'm reading here is uh, is is taken from Alpha News. By the way, who has done a good job of covering uh, the Pacific Educational Group scam here in the Twin Cities. What's clear for Osseo, according by the way, this is the uh, Alpha News story here. What is clear for Osseo, according to statistics obtained from Minnesota's Department of Education, math scores for black students in the school district have steadily declined, dropping from 33 percent in 2014, which was above the statewide level to 29% in 2017. Uh, In the same time period, math scores for white students remained largely unchanged at 73%. Now, it comes to reading. Black students held steady at 36% uh, proficiency at grade level in the same time period, while the gap with their white counterparts grew from 73 to 74% in 2017. So, no huge surprise. Pretty much the same as Minneapolis and St. Paul and and uh, all the other districts, Edina, all the other districts where Pacific Educational Group has decided to use uh, white shaming as its primary means of helping kids do math and reading. Here's the surprise. And this is the part that's actually surprised me the most. When I read this story, I just thought, wow, have I died and gone to heaven? Not yet. But the surprise is we've actually found a school board that'll tell the emperor he's got no clothes on. And I never thought I'd see the day. And maybe it helps that it's a third-tier suburb. Maybe it helps that it's far enough outside of Minneapolis proper. It hasn't been completely overrun with Minneapolis political refugees yet that still has some little shred of common sense rattling around in its collective suburban head. By whatever means necessary, it doesn't matter. It happened. And thank goodness for it. Back to Alpha News. And I quote, the, the problem is hard to fix when you have good teachers who are thinking about quitting, but you can't help them because you've been sworn not to reveal their names. The principal, uh, Superintendent Gerhardt uh, of the Osseo School District, uh, told Alpha News, quote, we have a staff that is currently about 80 percent white. So, in effect, we're using taxpayer money to systematically shame four out of five of our staff for simply being born. Now. Why wouldn't that help students read and do math better? Search me! 
<laughs> Gerhardt describes an environment where teachers were afraid to step forward, teachers who were physically and verbally threatened and abused on a daily basis by their students. Of course, the problem is that, that most progressive efforts to end the end results, like most such progressive efforts, end up being indistinguishable from Stalin's secret police or the Spanish Inquisition. This is the part that I find the most, we got to take a break here, the part that I find the most damning about this story. I'll save that for next because this is, this is when, I, when I use examples like Stalin's secret police or the Spanish Inquisition, people say, aren't you being hyperbolic? No, I'm being conservative. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills. Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. If you've fallen behind on your taxes, you know that the IRS is already coming for their money. And they'll get it, too, by garnishing your wages or maybe even taking your home or business. They call it enforced compliance. And you'd better watch out because the penalties and interest compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. You need to call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. Solving tax issues is all they do. One call to Optima starts the process to stop the demand letters and stop aggressive collection actions. They get to work immediately, fighting to protect your assets and helping you put your tax problems behind you. The IRS writes off millions every year and Optima knows all the ins and outs of the IRS's tax assistance programs that could save you thousands. So what are you waiting for? Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-970-3199. That's 800-970-3199. 800-970-3199. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Waiting for, waiting for Jason Kovacs to join us. GOP endorsed candidate for Minneapolis City Council, making a serious run for some of these offices in Minneapolis. It's you don't rebuild from sixty years of. Nothing overnight. We've been trying this for years in St. Paul and Minneapolis, and the battle continues. Helps if you support them. Anyway. The problem, of course, is that uh, most 
problem. We're talking about the uh, about the city of Asia, who I'm saluting today uh, for calling, basically calling BS on on one of the biggest scams in American education today. The uh, Pacific Education Group's uh, attempts to solve the achievement gap by shaming white people, and this is an effort that that when it metastasizes into a school district, it. Uh, it, it's done with all the subtlety, and I mean that non-ironically, of of any totalitarian police state. Uh, basically, make makes it impossible. I mean, all all honest discussion is banned. And in fact, it it's highlights the the lie behind the, any progressives' request to have a conversation about something. What they want to do is have a conversation entirely on their terms, where you don't question their presuppositions in any way, shape, or form. And if you do, if you color outside their lines, you get punished. And one of their lines is, white privilege is behind everything that's wrong with American education today. And, and like most progressive efforts, it, the end results end up being indistinguishable from a totalitarian state secret police. Maybe no, maybe no in concentration camps, maybe no midnight executions. But career-wise, not a whole lot different. Uh, I go back to the story from Alpha News. Pacific Education Group, we're quoting, by the way, uh, Superintendent Gerhardt of the Osseo School District. Pacific Education Group has instilled a culture of fear among our teachers. Hmm? Uh, Gerhardt states, PEG likes to talk about having courageous conversations. Mm -hmm. However, in reality, they have a number of <coughs> protocols in place you have to agree and adhere to before taking part in the <coughs> conversation. These protocols frame the context of the discussion before the conversation even takes place, in essence, disallowing true discussion, much less debate or disagreement. By the way, if you are a conservative out there in the real world, and most of you are, and you have to interact with these people, especially when they get into any kind of a position of power, and they say, let's have a conversation. And when we have this conversation, we need to accept these suppositions as absolute fact before we can have the conversation say, yeah, well, don't let the door hit you. There's no conversation under those circumstances. It's not a debate. It's not a, it's not a Socratic uh, conversation. It's one party dictating from a position of power, which they don't deserve, but they seize anyway to someone whose power they have seized from them. <coughs> Superintendent Gerhardt continues, if a person does not agree to these basic protocols, it's regarded as evidence of that person's inherent racism, naturally. And remember, according to PEG, all white people are inherently racist no matter what. So a number of our teachers simply keep their mouths shut for fear of being labeled racist and getting fired or bullied out of their jobs. The conversation is always defined by them, which means it's not a conversation ever. Now, this kudos and congratulations to the people of Osseo, your elected officials, at least on the school board and and, and the person they hired to run your school district, uh, just exhibited the faintest shred of political courage. And after watching school districts in this metro area in particular, ever since my children started going to school, gosh, almost 30 years ago, children and stepchildren, I should say, it almost boggles my mind. It surprises me that I've seen a school district behave with this level of courage. And it even boggles my mind even worse that I'm saying, sitting here with a straight face calling common sense, calling an evidence-based approach to reality courageous. This is the way it's supposed to be. I'm congratulating the Osseo School Board, and I'm doing it sincerely, for doing what anyone would do naturally under any normal circumstances. You, you, you try to pump your tire, flat tire up with an umbrella, you see it's not working, you put away the umbrella and you look for a tire pump. You try to patch a leaky pipe in your house while you wait for a plumber with uh, a book, 
It doesn't work. You put the book away and you look for a patch kit. You try to fix an achievement gap and you find, as you invariably, inevitably do immediately, that notwithstanding the fact that you've spent six figures going on seven worth of money, it was $152,000 a year in Osseal alone to administer this, this program of, of race shaming, and you find that your achievement gap has gotten worse, and the things that led you to this quagmire in the first place are quagmirier than they used to be, and the more money you spend and the more money you throw at these people who, remember, are just members of the progressive political class earning a living until they're needed to go serve in a political sense. They're the DFLs and the Democratic parties and the progressive movements equivalent of the National Guard and the Army Reserve. They're, they're, they're doing their regular job being subsidized for it by you, the taxpayer, to serve as agents of political change for the worse. That's what they are. That's what they do. That's what they're doing. It's obvious to anyone who demurs from following the formula they're told to follow. I mean, you look at what's happened in Minneapolis and St. Paul, who are among the biggest customers of Pacific Educational Group. Hardly alone, but among the biggest nonetheless. And you see that the only break in the decline of the achievement gap in recent years, the only one, the single break that happened in the in the decline of the achievement gap happened in 2014. I believe it was 2014 when the graduation rates jumped suddenly. They had a 6% jump. And by the way, it was across the board, all races, African-American, Latino, Asian, Native American, and, and, and white kids. They all, their graduation rates all jumped. Of course, that was the year they stopped requiring people to take graduation certification tests to prove they knew what they were doing. Once those were banned, education uh, were abolished, I should say. Uh, the achievement rate, rate didn't drop necessarily. The graduation rates rose, which, by the way, are disgraceful in Minneapolis. If you haven't looked at the numbers lately, uh, the, the graduation numbers for uh, especially minority students, especially African-American and Native American students, are disgraceful, disgraceful. The people of Minneapolis who keep electing these hamsters to the Minneapolis school board should hang their heads in shame. We should be justifiably pelted with rocks and garbage. I say this rhetorically, not physically. No pelting. No pelting. I'm talking rhetorical rocks and garbage here. But it's well-deserved rhetorical rocks and garbage. Awful refuse. The, the, the situation is... Horrible and getting worse. And that shows you the extent to which this system has collapsed and decayed. The fact that I'm sitting here on the radio calling a district exhibiting the basic common sense you would exhibit if you hired someone to mow your lawn and yet the grass kept getting longer and longer and longer. You'd fire them. You'd say, I'm going to find someone who, I don't know fires up the mower and pushes around the lawn once a week. Pacific Educational Group is the equivalent of a lawn care company that leaves you neck deep in ragweed and creeping Charlie. Except that kids aren't ragweed and creeping Charlie. Every kid is someone out there who could go on to cure cancer, to save your kid's life, and, and get the, to save your life uh, drive you to the hospital in an ambulance. Every kid out there is a kid that could solve some intractable world problem if they get a chance. Shaming Whitey isn't going to give them that chance. And on the one hand, it breaks my heart to think that the system has gotten so out of whack that firing a consultancy that quite clearly doesn't know what it's doing, or rather knows exactly what it's doing and doesn't care, is a matter of courage as opposed to exhibiting plain the same sort of common horse sense that everyone does in their personal lives and that smart places do in their governmental lives. But the fact is, in this environment, in this day and age, that is an act of courage.
is outside the norm. In places like the Twin Cities and DFL-choked, progressive-choked metro areas like it, common sense may be the supreme form of courage left in the world today. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, Jason Kovacs, a GOP-endorsed candidate for Minneapolis City Council, joins us when we come back. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-915-2344. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now, 1-800-915-2344. That's 1-800-915-2344. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. This is Michael Medved, and here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-292-7796. That's 800-292-7796. Welcome back to Twin Cities and World the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired masses yearning to see red. Speaking of which, see red? Did I say it? Just remember, two weeks from tomorrow is the album release party for one of my bands, the Supreme Soviet of Love. We're going to be at O'Gara's 8 o'clock Sunday night at O'Gara's, November 12th. It'll be the release party for the album. By the way, the merch table will be groaning with the weight of all the CDs we bring to sell. So make sure you try and turn out for that. It'd be great to have you there. Every Friday I go out try to block the headache Wait, wait, where's that song? Oh, yes, this is off of the album. My gosh. <laughs> this and uh, 11 more much like it will be uh, in evidence at the uh, party on, on, uh, on the 12th. By the way, 
Debut single coming out Monday. Yeah, I'll be plugging that at shotinthedark.info. Okay, enough self-plugging. we got a city to save. Uh, up next, we've uh, been making a point of talking with the Minneapolis uh, City Committee's endorsed candidates for City Council and Park Board and the other races this past week. Uh, because the only way to save a city that, like Minneapolis, which has a city uh, government that's no less of a one-party uh, reservation than East Berlin was in 1974, is to introduce a second party to the city. And by second party, I don't mean the socialists, the Greens. They're basically DFL-heavy. Uh, they're, they're what DFL would like to be. And in fact, in the world of Alondra Cano and uh, Lisa Bender, they're really what the DFL has become <clears throat> in Minneapolis. Uh, with us to try to introduce that second party, uh, real party, the real descent to the city of Minneapolis is our next guest, Joe Kovacs. I've been calling you Jason all afternoon. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Joe right. Kovacs, no problem. Sorry about that. Welcome uh, to the broadcast, uh, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, we'll talk about Minneapolis and your race in just a moment here. But first of all, let's talk about you. Where are you from? What do you do in real life? Yeah, so uh, I'm originally from White Bear Lake, Minnesota, sure. uh, born and raised here. Uh, we, My wife and I, uh, she's also from White Bear Lake. Uh, we went up to the Fargo-Moorhead area for a little while. Uh, she got uh, her farm D uh, uh, up at NDSU. You betcha. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. And I got uh, a degree in education from uh, Moorhead State. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we moved back, and now we live in Minneapolis. Okay. And uh, you, you you work in the, we talked before the, the break, you work in the software industry in mm-hmm. real life, much as I do. Uh, so you've, you've seen how is it, the effect of Minneapolis's policy on industry. What is it? That prompted you, by all appearances, a fairly normal, well-adjusted guy, to try and run for Minneapolis City Council. Yeah, well, so there were lots of things, uh, but I think the final straw was the the vote for the minimum wage increase. Okay. Uh, when I saw that uh, from a candidate from Ward Seven, who's generally pretty moderate, uh, if, you know, if I'm giving her some credit, right. um, she voted for it, uh, and I was I was very di- disappointed. Um, there was only one person who did not vote for it. That was Mr. Uh, Yang, uh, Blong Yang, Councilmember right. Yang. Um, and so that was kind of the final straw for me. Uh, I've always liked politics. Right. I've always wanted to serve people. There's no better way to serve than through public office. Um, but once they passed that ordinance, uh, I knew if no one else was going to step, I was going to have to do it. Yeah, and uh, that that one was the breaking point for a lot of people. Not so much in in terms of running for office. So it's great to hear that it had that effect. <laughs> I, I've known more people who have. Uh, I've known a few who've moved, uh, who've built up their businesses and moved out to the burbs. Mm-hmm. I've known a few who are in the process of dissolving their businesses just because they can't manage it. And of course, we've seen a, a spate of of restaurant closings and bar closing in recent weeks, and the most. Notable, I think, was Byte, which mm-hmm. uh, downtown, a, a geek bar where software uh, we, we, dweebs like us hang out, uh, hung out, because they're closing as right. of today, I believe. Uh, and they they wanted to lead the pack. They said we're gonna we're gonna jack our our uh, we're gonna pay fifteen bucks an hour and benefits mm-hmm. uh, on our own just because it's the right thing to do. And they lasted what six months? <laughs> yeah, not very long. Not very long. And these are people who did it voluntarily and built their business model around it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are like I don't know every other business in the city of Minneapolis that uh, employs minimum wage employees, which, by the way, doesn't count the software business for the most part, right. thank goodness, so far, uh, that, that's, and you're not, you haven't built your business model around it. I mean, the, the, it's, the dislocation is going to be immeasurable. And it's almost like nobody in Minneapolis city government has the foggiest clue about running a business. Yeah, well, no, it definitely appears that way. Um, and we're only going to see more and more businesses leaving, uh, more restaurants. And re- really, restaurants, the restaurant industry is going to be impacted probably the most by this. Right. Minneapolis has a, a great restaurant uh, atmosphere, a lot of restaurants in downtown. Uh, and that's why people come to downtown a lot of times is for the, the experience and the restaurants. Uh, and, and with them leaving, uh, it's going to to leave a hole in the city. Um and and so while I, I really would advocate for not raising the minimum wage at all, I don't know why they didn't even consider adding in a tip credit yeah. uh, for serve, servers. Um, yeah. That that doesn't make any sense to me. That was a, a non-starter for them. Uh, they needed this blanket $15 an hour minimum wage. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so there, there, it didn't feel like there was a lot of thought put into it. Well, there was a lot of thought put into it, but it had nothing to do with helping <laughs> poor people, much less businesses. Right. It's about in, enforcing conformity. It's about getting people to say off what when when the political class says jump, mm-hmm. and that's really all all it came down to. And we saw that when they raised the minimum wage to nine bucks an hour and refused to consider the tip credit. Uh, restaurants along the border found themselves suffering terribly because mm-hmm. people were you know, not just restaurants but convenience stores. Uh, everybody who had a minimum wage, low margin business anywhere within 50 miles of the border. I mean, if you want to buy cigarettes, you go to Hudson or Fargo or mm-hmm. Grand Forks or Sioux Falls, wherever, any place but Minnesota, right. you get these things. And by the way, as we found out last week, the black market for all these things is starting to boom mm-hmm. in Minnesota. We are number six in America right now for black market cigarettes. This is not your problem, uh, Joe Kovacs, <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about uh, the things that will be your problem. Let's talk about uh, what needs to change in Minneapolis and what you, if you're elected to office, uh, plan to do about it. Well, so there are, <laughs> that's that's a big topic. There are a lot of things that need to change. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. The, the first thing that I want to do is get away from the idea that we need to continue to raise taxes, uh, property taxes. Um, it's absurd. Uh, I've talked to many people who are fed up with it. They're ready to move out of the city because they can't afford to keep paying those property taxes. Oh, yeah. uh, there are other ways to to allocate money uh, for the, the projects that they're planning uh, outside of uh, raising property taxes. Uh, I advocate for uh, selling off some of our assets, Maybe even start the budget from scratch next year, uh, which is a, a you know a revelation, right? <laughs> they they always just build off of what they've currently had. Yeah. Um, so why don't we start from scratch? There, I'm sure there are things in there that we can cut, uh, and that way we don't have to raise people's taxes. Oh, there are there are entire chapters of the city <laughs> budget you could burn ceremonially and affect mm-hmm. nobody in in real life. But the biggest business of the city of Minneapolis is funding the Minneapolis political class. I mean, all the money that goes to nonprofits, all the money that goes to consultants in education and every other field, especially soft skills, non-technical consultants, mm-hmm. uh, is basically money that's being, it's graft, legal graft being transferred from taxpayers to the political class. Is yeah. all it is. And this is a swamp that will, it's, it's just like Washington, D.C. in its mm-hmm. own way. Smaller, just as swampy. Yeah. So uh, we're talking with Jason, Co- uh, Joe, Joe Kovacs. Uh, I didn't know a Jason Kovacs <laughs> once upon a time. There's part of my problem right there. Uh, Joe Kovacs is the GOP-endorsed candidate for Minneapolis City Council. Uh, what ward are you running in? So I'm running for Ward 7. seven. Uh, I live in downtown, so okay. it encompasses downtown. It goes into Lake the Isles, uh, okay. Bryn Mawr, Lowry Hill, that area. Okay. All right, and the incumbent is uh, Lisa Goodman. Oh, we've heard yeah. of her. She's fairly powerful. <laughs> She's been there a while. Too. She has yeah, about twenty years. So, yep. No, the her seat has is, is fully imprinted uh, with her. <laughs> absolutely. So, let's uh, talk a little bit about about how you move the needle in a city like Minneapolis. I mean, Minneapolis, Berkeley on the Prairie, mm-hmm. uh, is is famously deep blue tribe. I mean, places yeah. that uh, hard for us for Republicans to catch on. What's the path to a city council seat for someone like you, Joe Kovacs? Well, so Ward 7 is actually fairly conservative. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's debatable, but Goodman has been one of the more conservative members on the council. Um Maybe that's a little bit generous. She's been more moderate uh, right. anyway. Um, By DFL standards. <laughs> right. Yes, yes exactly. Um, and so, you know, I think there and there are other wards like that. Um, and so I think we need to really be intentional about choosing those wards and getting candidates and support behind them. Um, because I think those seats eventually, uh, if if the DFL continues on the route it's going, uh, there will be plenty of people who are ready to jump ship and join our team. Uh, I've talked to several people already who are fed up with the direction of the city. Um, they they reject socialism, yeah. which is I applaud them yeah. <laughs> uh, for being different than their their counterparts. But uh, so so they're ready. Uh, I've had a couple people say, you know what, this is going to be the first time I voted for a Republican in 20 years. Wow. And uh, so that gives me hope for these city council seats. And that's more than I've heard anyone say in a long time. But I had to think, you know, there are Republicans in the mist out there. There are Mm -hmm. conservatives. And as the Trump election showed us, there are people who are not Republicans who are ready for a change out there. And if I have have to think somewhere, somehow, if the entire United States of America 
could undergo a change like we went through last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, a collective saying, I've had enough, I can't, I'm not going to take it anymore. We have to think the city of Minneapolis, at some point, something is going to push that city over the edge just far enough to have a similar, to have a, a Donald Trump or a Jesse Ventura moment at some point here. Yeah. I'm wondering what it's going to be. I mean, what major piece of infrastructure, uh, of what, what major part of that city has to collapse or become unlivable mm-hmm. or untenable for this to get through to people? Well, I mean, <laughs> so I think what's getting a lot of people really upset is the the city planning and specifically the bike lanes. Uh, uh, I I participated in a rally yes. uh, against the bike lanes, and as we walked the the bike lane path, uh, we had we had some signs. Some of them were pretty negative, uh, but others were were pretty sensible. Uh, and we saw a lot of people honking and giving us thumbs up oh, yeah. in support for this. Uh, you know, against the bike lanes because they've they've made everyone's commute longer. Um, they're used very rarely, yeah. uh, and they're right by the greenway, which is specific uh, and and <laughs> it's d- a bicycle superhighway just for bicycles. I'm an so. I'm, a, I'm an urban biker. I mm-hmm. am, and yeah. and and I, I I object to a lot of the tax money that's been spent. Mm. On the other hand, the greenway is the best way to get back and forth through Minneapolis. It's, yeah. it's it's a it's a four lane bike superhighway and. What the heck? My tax dollars paid for it. I'm going to use it. <laughs> right. It's just like the light rail. But, yeah, the bike lobby in mm-hmm. Minneapolis, trying yeah. to keep up with the Joneses in Portland, has gone completely bonkers. Yeah. And it is yeah, – that's interesting. I thought about that. That might be the wedge that you could break <laughs> – one of the wedges that could break things open. Let's take a break. We're talking with Joe Kovacs, uh, GOP-endorsed candidate for Ward 7 in Minneapolis up against Lisa Goodman. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Getting paid pedal speakers and soda pop. Pop, pop, pop goes the weasel and drawers drop, 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 drop. Why not take your top ten pop head? Fix the music and make sense. This rhymes fit. I guess it's the fact that you can't be autistic. Intricate raps becoming so simplistic. I got a strong mind. It doesn't have to be spoon fed. And I can read or doesn't have to be read. So some stay illiterate and feeble. Legally licked to go the ways of the weasel. The weasel. Pop, pop goes the weasel. The weasel. AM 1280, The Patriot. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text WATER11 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting WATER11 to 543543. That's W-A-T-E-R-11 to 543543. All right, everybody, you know, if you have some muscular ache, you take ibuprofen, and it often works, at least for a little while, but you have a limited time that you can take ibuprofen before suffering from its side effects. That's not the case with Relief Factor, one of the great pain relievers that is available over the counter. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's made from wild-caught fish oil and botanicals. It's a healthy way to get back into life. It's an extraordinary product and what i always tell you is there's inevitable pain in life and gratuitous pain and i regard the physical pain of the joints and tendons and muscles as gratuitous get rid of it the number of you have come over to me or written to me to tell me thank you is very heartening i've never endorsed another painkiller because this one is the one i know to work go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com Excitement, knowledge, income, and protection. 
We hear these words every day at the Online Trading Academy. Now is the perfect time to call. Yes, life is busy, but it's time to learn new skills to protect and grow your money on your own and create a second income you will use forever. Register for a free $500 investing class by calling pound 50 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. One, two, three. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-448. Should you care to join us? And we'd really like you to do that. By the way, we're also on Twitter. Hashtag N-A-R-N. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. Don't forget... I'll be in for Brad Carlson tomorrow, 2 to 3, filling in on the closer edition of the show. King Banyan, of course, on every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, making talk radio great again. That's all we have to say. Talking with Joe Kovacs. GOP endorsed candidate for uh, Minneapolis City Council in uh, Ward 7 running up against Elisa Goodman. Uh, so first of all, let's let's uh, do some business here. What? Uh, how can people find out more about you, your race, your campaign, how they can help out with a week to go here? Yeah. So uh, if you want to learn more about me, you can visit my website at uh, www.covax4ward7.com. It's Covax, K-O-V-A-C-S, 4ward, the number 7.com. Okay. And I will post that at shotinthedark.info after the show here, which is uh, coming up here very quickly. I had no idea things were flying by this fast <laughs> today. Uh, it usually does today more so than most. So, uh, so Joe, let's talk about uh, your first 100 days in office. Should you get elected? And let's hope you do. Let's just presuppose here that uh, God has smiled. The tailwind has sprung up. Uh, miracles have sprung up. The earths have swallowed up uh, a lot of uh, DFL contributors. And there you are in office. What's your what's what's your agenda? What do you what what are you going to be going there to to accomplish? Yeah, well, I think you know the first the first thing that that I'm going to do is go in there and fight against uh, the things that are you know the reasons why I I wanted to run in the first place. So maybe start the conversation about how we can make the minimum wage ordinance actually work with maybe compromising on a tip credit or you know starting to to start that conversation because once the election season is over and people are you know safe in their seats for a couple of years uh, I think they're going to be more open to negotiation they're all worried about getting elected at this point so uh, talking to them right now isn't going to do anything but maybe once they're elected um, and they're they're safe in their seat uh, maybe we could get some kind of compromise there now, just a minute, just a doggone minute. Are you saying this $15 an hour thing is basically a campaign promise to buy the votes of the ignorant? <laughs> I, you know what? I wouldn't say that You wouldn't on say air. that. I, <laughs> I will say that on the air. You don't have to, Joe Kovacs, but hey, what do I know? So, okay, so far, so good. So far, so good. Yep. Uh, and then additionally, with the uh, mandatory paid time off, um, <sighs> you know, fighting against that. And then they're trying to introduce uh, a new... Uh, mandatory scheduling law uh, ordinance where you have to schedule out, uh, and it hasn't been written up, and so I don't know the full details of it, but where you have, as an employer, you are required to give your employees certain day notice before they're required to work. Right. Um, and so they're they're just going to continue to try to, to regulate these businesses, and that's really goal number one for me. Marty Newman uh, from our old friend who runs Keegan's uh, Irish Pub in northeast Minneapolis, mm-hmm. just across the river from uh, your ward, uh, has been an outspoken opponent of, of, of bo- all three of those pieces of legislation, the, the $15 an hour minimum wage, the, the sick time, and, and of course this mandated schedule, which is going to make it, first of all, it's not only make it almost impossible to run a restaurant and a bar from a right. staffing perspective, but is incredibly unpopular among restaurant staff because, of course, you make, I've worked in bars, you make a lot of your money from last minute pickups here and there, mm-hmm. uh, shifts you pick up all over the place. And so it's it's quite unpopular among actual working people in that industry. That doesn't seem to matter to the DFL that runs that city, though, does it? No, it doesn't. And and we saw that with the, the ordinance, the $15 an hour minimum wage ordinance, where there were many servers who were very vocal about how they wanted their tip credit because they know that with the minimum wage being raised, they're not going to get as much in tips, oh, if yeah. any. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's going to hurt them. And so they were against it. Uh, they're still against it. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the part that has driven me crazy about this. I mean, obviously, we, we've I've worked in in bars, I worked in restaurants where where waiters and wait wait staff didn't make a lot of money in tips. Right. There's a certain uh, a, a impetus to find yourself a better better place if you want to be a waiter or waitress find yourself a better place with a better clientele that tips better mm-hmm. uh, and polish up your customer service uh, jo- uh, chops you can actually do that and that's what drove me crazy in 2010 when Tom Emmer the gubernatorial candidate got castigated for saying that there's waiters and waitresses out there who make six figures <laughs> dirty little secret is there are right. there's all kinds of and there's people at, at, at some of the, the high end steakhouses downtown mm-hmm. that would look at 15 bucks an hour and wouldn't cross <laughs> the street for that because they're making well into six figures, over $200,000 a year. I mean, enough of these $1,000, $1,200 tables. Right. And you're talking some serious money right. if they tip. And it's just, it's, just, it's, it's just a way of deflecting the issue towards the lowest common denominator at the expense of an awful lot of people who excel at what they do mm-hmm. and, and basically removing the merit from the meritocracy that, it, that, that in an ideal world or even, even the world we live in, being a wait staffer can be, uh, not to mention getting rid of uh, abolishing really all these entry level jobs that that are going to go away as a result of this wage increase. Mm-hmm. It's just it's astounding. <laughs> yeah, so so let's talk a little bit about uh, your campaign. What kind of help do you need from people in Minneapolis as we close in on this last week and change? Yeah, well, I'm I'm really trying to have a big push here at the end to get out and knock on as many doors as I can. Uh, I've been doing that throughout, uh, but the you know we're in crunch time now. There's what 10 days left right um and the fourth november 4th we have uh, an event where we're trying to get as many people as we can to come out and support the uh the city uh gop and we're going to get them to go around and knock on some doors hand out some literature um between that and and making phone calls every night um you know so i'm, I'm making anywhere between 50 and 100 phone calls every night um to uh, i have this list from the gop database that i'm calling um you know, a lot of them don't answer, but uh, mm. so I leave messages. Um, but if yeah, if anyone wanted to make phone calls for me, it's not the most fun or glorious thing to do, right. uh, but it, it helps. And, and I've done it before for many many candidates. It's it, it's not the most fun thing to do, right? But on the other hand, you don't wear out your knees. You're not sweating your brains out on a hot summer night. Not that that's necessarily an issue right now during this campaign, as we've seen outdoors here. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the kind of help that does turn out the votes that are needed in, in races like this, especially in races in off years where an unexpected turnout among people with a lack of common sense can make mm-hmm. a huge difference. Joe Kovacs, your website one more time. www.kovacs4ward7.com. And that's a number seven dot com, right? That's right. Yep. Kovacs for Ward Seven dot com. I'm posting that at shot in the dark info even as we speak here. Thank you. We'll get that out there in case you missed it the first couple times. Uh, Joe Kovacs, best of luck in in the the race here. Let's do this again sometime. Here. All right, absolutely. Good. Thank you for having me. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, the page. I'll be back tomorrow, two o'clock. In for Brad Carlson. See you then. God bless you all. God bless America. Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hitner Sr. and Keith Hitner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hitner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HitnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. What's that noise? That's the home security guy. He's installing our alarms. You're going to be safe as clams when I'm done drilling this sucker in. Yeah, maybe we should have gone with Simply Safe. The neighbors love theirs. They set it up in half an hour. No drilling, no wires, no installation fee. And 24-7 professional monitoring is only $15 a month with no long-term contracts. I'll just pop a rug over this hole. It'll be fine. Go to simplysafe.com slash radio now to get free shipping on your order and a free keychain remote worth $25. Simplysafe.com slash radio. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. 
I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss, but wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95, plus you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend, and at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott West, December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. This is AM. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 